I think that's a good time as ever to jump in, <laughs> I guess. I don't know. <laughs> this song is the longest fucking intro ever. But the regal dulcet tones of November Rain from Guns N' Roses are number seven track, Nick. Number seven. We're almost there. This is our last episode. This is the last episode before we decide if we're going to do a Dragon Ball podcast or not, <laughs> which I demand. I demand a Dragon Ball Z review podcast. And you brought over all those fucking Dragon Ball seasons for me to watch. Yeah, you got homework. Yeah. So we're in person today in the studio, I guess, if you want to call this a studio. It's just a place where I throw a bunch of fucking toys, like a 10-year-old, I guess. It's Looks pretty to, cool to me. Yeah. I dig. I dig it. So this is, I think this is our longest one that we've had. This song runs in at 8.58. Yeah, this is, act- this is uh, so let's talk real quick first, though, I guess. This is number three on the top 100 for that year. But That's it? <laughs> I mean, number three, it would make the podium. But fuck that. This should be number one. Has there ever I, been I a agree. song nine minutes long I mean, that yeah. hits number one? I, I pretty much every single time I agree that whatever song we're talking about should have been number one. Bunch of horse shit. <laughs> but as, anyway, I mean, talking about how long this song is, this, this song actually has the record for being the longest song to ever make it in the top ten. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, nice. So it didn't hit number one, but it just sat there forever. Hey, yeah, whatever. I'll, I'll take it. What the fuck is the difference between top 40 and the Hot 100? The mainstream top 40. What is the mainstream top 40? I don't know. They're, as far as I'm concerned, they're basically the same. Hot 100 is the... is the That's the creme de la creme, right? That's the one you want. I think it might be just uh, maybe top 40 is a more recent addition to the charts than yeah. the top 100 was. I think this song is also... As well known as it is as a song, this was like the first like music video that attempted to be like a movie of some kind. Have you seen? The, I'm assuming I, you, I have, no, I've never you seen. Never music watched. Video for this. Well, yeah, it's a fucking commitment. It's like nine <laughs> minutes long, but it's like watching an episode of something. On TV. So yeah, Axel meets a girl. They get married. Slash plays in a desert. His solo out of this like country. It's whatever. But then she dies at the end, and then it's the funeral. It, we can't even talk about the video if you haven't seen the video. But, like, this is the video that I would sit around on, like, Saturday morning and stare at the TV and wait for it to come on. A literal, like, movie in a video. It's ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous. I don't know. The most I can say is I've watched the live version that uh, he does with Elton John. From the MTV uh, Video yeah. Music Awards that year. Yeah. And that was kind of a big deal because Axel had said some rather homophobic things in the past. <laughs> um... Much like Eminem and Elton John developed a relationship like a decade later, because Eminem had said a lot of homophobic things. And then he did Stan with Eminem at the MTV Video Music Awards. Mm-hmm. I guess, whatever. Um, <laughs> I guess maybe he's just probably got some thick skin. Yeah. Maybe look past what people say. Yeah, no, and, oh, and speaking of Elton John, we will see him later today as well. We have a very interesting lineup here today. Very interesting. I was looking at like the bands and the luminaries in the top seven, and then there's one that just sticks out, and you're like, <laughs> "All right, so we got Elton John, the fucking Beatles, and then this guy." Uh, I, um, I think when we get to like the top like three songs, I think it's going to be very like not out of left field. Like this is probably our top three songs are the kind of songs that would be on most people's list. Yeah, I mean, they, yeah, I mean, especially popularity wise. Yeah, um, I personally. There's one song, well, I don't know. They're, all the songs today are very good songs, I'll give it that. 
I don't know if they would all make my top ten, yeah, though. I, I already know what you're talking about, because when I put this song on, the one that you're talking about, I knew as soon as I put it on there that you were going to make some kind of comment about it being so I mean, it's fine. It's a, it's a really good song. It just seems, when you're talking about, like, Guns N' Roses, and just, like, this Giants of Rock, and then you have this one song that we'll get to. It's just different. <laughs> but yeah, so this is just absolutely... This one is a marathon. But yeah, so you've never seen the fucking video? I just uh, never felt the desire oh, to watch it. There's this like, there's this like old style steeple church out in the middle of the desert, and Slash like comes out the doors and starts hammering away on this guitar solo here. Are you trying to tell me that the video actually adds something to the song? Yeah, it does. I can't, I can't hear the song without seeing Slash standing <laughs> in that church. From what you've described so far, it seems to me like it'd just be some kind of cheesy, overly melodramatic. November Rain Church. See? <laughs> yeah, I'm, that is exactly what I pictured in my mind. Yeah. So yeah, Slash plays a solo out there. Ooh, someone made the church in Minecraft. <laughs> is there anything that someone hasn't built in Minecraft that has any... Anything with any like semblance of notoriety has been built in Minecraft at this point. And if right? it hasn't done, or if it hasn't been yet, it's, it's probably just, useless. It's a yet kind of thing. Yeah. Like it, it's soon to come. Why are we talking about Minecraft? Have you ever seen? I saw a video where they built like the Enterprise D on Minecraft. It's pretty sweet. I have under, I've never understood the uh, appeal of that game. I played it for one weekend in like 2010. I built a very tall tower, and that was it. Just I mean, so it, I could just, climb it and jump off it. I mean, just the way it looks turns me away from the game right off the bat, but just, like, knowing the amount of time and dedication and patience it takes to do some of the things in that game, I just do not have that. Yeah, it did. I did, like, all the same brick, and I just built it until it let me... until I could no longer build any higher, right? But I had the cheat codes on so I could just build... I had, like, builder mode on, so I didn't have to, like, mine the crap or anything, you know? Can you imagine, like, like, actually, like, going through the process of, like, mining for this shit? I didn't even realize you had to do stuff like that. You oh. Can, you can't even just free build whatever you well, want. Well, there's, like, the free build mode, but the main gameplay role is to, like, mine the stuff out of the ground and build it. And, like, find the ore and stuff. That's like, like Minecraft. <laughs> so it's, like, some Farmville type kind of game? Yeah. Kind of. It's a sandbox game where you build. I don't know. It's, it's like a crappy SimCity. Even SimCity, you don't have to do that crap, though. This part, this two minutes here, the last two minutes, this reminds me of what it must be like to play Minecraft every day. <laughs> this is like grim death. That's what this signifies, is grim death. The grim death of playing Minecraft every day. Yeah, so in the video, this is her funeral. She died of something. We don't know what. I thought she got hit by acid rain as a kid for some reason. Like, uh, the wedding reception gets rained on, and then this part kicks in, and I thought it was acid rain. Because I was eight years old and I was a fucking idiot. So, <laughs> a lot of kids. We all thought it was acid rain. This part of the song, though, like this is what gets like the last two minutes of the song is what I listen to the song. You for. gotta, you gotta watch the video. This is this is the greatest part of the video too, because they're in like a concert and they're in like this big orchestra hall. Well, the, it's it splits between that and the, the funeral procession, but. Slash gets up on the on Axel's piano when Axel's like jamming on the piano and Slash is just like jamming away on the that, guitar. Dude, it's that's great. What he, that's what he does in the live video. Yeah. Too. Yeah. Oh, it's good. It's good. I mean, from one classic to another, though. I and mean, we're getting right into it here. I mean, this is going to be... This. This next song may be more iconic 
than what we just listened to. Yeah, probably. Probably. I'm gonna let I'm gonna let the rain trickle for a bit. <laughs> this next one probably has a few more accolades than November Rain has. Wow, I don't know about that. I mean, it was in Wayne's World. <laughs> is that an accolade? Yes, yeah, I think this is probably one of the ones where anyone would expect this to show up at some point on the list. You're just kind of waiting to find out where it's going to be. Mm. Google autocorrected me to Bohemian Rainbow. Fascinating. I mean, this has a movie named after it. That's something. Did you see that movie? Which one? Bohemian Rhapsody. No. You don't? That's kind of that's the kind of movie where I'll I'll watch it if it just kind of like falls into my lap for free, kind of thing. That's your TNT <laughs> flipping through the channels movie. <laughs> yeah. All right. So Bohemian Rhapsody by Queen. I want to know, like, as a kid, this really like blew up when Wayne's World came out. I want to know what it was. What, what was the? Yeah, that's pretty much my first. Real that was my first interaction with it. I fucking loved it. Like immediately, I loved it. But I mean, it must be the case with tons and tons of people because I mean, this song uh, in, in the in the U.S. it it uh, was number nine on the charts back in '75 when it first came out. Uh, but yeah, after it was in Wayne's World, it showed up again on the charts and reached number two. <laughs> 1992 as well. So Guns N' Roses, November Rain. Upon release, hit number three, and this song was number two that same year. I guess that's why it shows up one closer to number one on our list. Do you think Guns and Do you think November Rain will have the the renaissance that this song did? Do you think it, it some wouldn't? Movie? It would not surprise me. If oh at some yeah, point absolutely. I mean, when you listen to what's on the top forty or top one hundred lately, I mean, yeah, put it in the right movie, it's gonna hit. <laughs> I don't know. So this is actually, I believe, this is your track, right? Yep. I mean, I, I'm getting kind of confused with some of them because I think both of us would have them on here. So, yeah, you picked this one, though. Yeah, I mentioned, you know, when uh, I Want to Break Free was on our list, I mentioned that that was my favorite Queen song, and I like that song more than this song. But just listening to this one, I feel like this one is just kind of like a better written song than that one. I thought we were supposed to be subjective. I mean, if you wanted to go with better written songs, I could redo half my list. I put fucking Tarzan boy on there. <laughs> oh, I know, but I'm just saying, you know, when I was, I felt like when I was putting together my half of the list, I knew I had to put a Queen song on there. And when I was debating which one it was going to be, I felt like I had to go with this one. Well, I mean, when we look back on the list, we had I Want to Break Free. We have Radio Gaga, the live version, which is the superior version. We have this. I think that's it, right? Yeah. Those were our three queens. For a top 50, though, it's pretty good to have three tracks. Yeah, you know. I don't know. I like the way that this song, it's like a bipolar, just kind of, here we go, right here. That's one of the things I like about this song is that it keeps changing over and over throughout the course of the song. It keeps it interesting. Well, they're telling a song about a guy, you know. This guy's up and down. He's all over the place. He's, you know, he's having an episode, and the song has an episode along with him. It's lovely. Do we know what these words are? I mean, I could, I can sing along with it, but I, I've yeah, never I have translated. I have no idea what they mean. I know what Magnifico means. I'm pretty sure that means magnificent. That's a bold prediction for me. All right, dismilla, dismissal. This really is a fun part to sing in the song, though, like when you're in your car all by yourself. 
I mean, this is what put it over the top when Wayne's World came out. This part. Yeah, th this is the part that was in the, the movie. Yeah. And they had that one guy in the back seat that had too much to drink. What was his name? Phil. It was Phil. <laughs> hey, Phil, if you're going to spew, spew into this. And he hands him like a little like pill cup. <laughs> this song actually does fucking rock. Too. <laughs> this is a great riff. Right oh, there. yeah. What year did Freddy die? Uh, Must have been right around in, here. That uh, was 91. Jeez. Actually, in uh, the UK, the song was actually a little more popular than it was here. In 1991, when Mercury died, uh, that's what, I guess, what set this song back onto the charts. And uh, the, this song was on the charts for five weeks after Mercury's death. At number one in 1991? Or it hit number two? Looks like number two. Um, I, don't, I don't know. If, I don't know if it got back to number one when it showed this back up on the charts. It's all over the place. If you look at its chart history, it recharted again in 2019 on the U.S. Hot Rock Songs, number seven, and it entered the U.K. Top 100. Insane! This song just will not die. I know why it did in 2019. Well, 2018 too, it charted. I kind of get the feeling it's only a matter of time before it shows up again for some reason. Well, I know it was in the Suicide Squad movie. And well, Panic at I the Disco did a cover. Oh, really? That surprised me that it wouldn't set it back on being in a movie that popular. Well, I think it did. What year did that... I mean, it charted in I mean, 2018 that was only a few years ago. Have you seen Suicide Squad? No. Oh, God. <laughs> brutal. In, uh, <laughs> Just brutal. Yeah, <laughs> it did. Hot Jeez. 100, number 33. Between 2018 and 2019. Not too long ago, back in 2012, uh, Rolling Stone had a, a reader poll where the the readers of Rolling Stone magazine voted it, this song the best vocal performance of all time. Mm. Clearly, they've never heard a Whitney Houston song. <laughs> well, okay, now. So, I think most people would probably say, with a straight face, <laughs> this is the greatest band of all time. If you had to pick the quintessential <laughs> band, is this not the first band? Like, if aliens came to Earth and they're like, show us your music, do you think Beatles would be the first thing that gets played? Probably. Probably. I mean, me personally, this is not my favorite band, but it, if someone like you says this is the greatest band of all time, I would not even waste my time arguing no, you against don't, it. It's not a thing that you argue. If somebody came up to me and said Queen's the greatest band of all time, I'm not going like, to be like, oh, you fucking idiot, you know? <laughs> Not they come up to me and told me um, Smash Mouth was the greatest band of all time. I'd call them a fucking idiot. <laughs> but then again, music is subjective. So I'm sure out there somewhere, do you think there's a guy right now just out there somewhere, just sitting around that listens to All Star and repeat 50 times a day <laughs> and would say Smash Mouth is the greatest band of all time? There's... Out of like 8, 9 billion people on <laughs> so, Earth, there's so... got to be one guy that thinks they're the best band of all so, time. So some, the kind of person who would say something or think something like that, do you think they can even be reasoned with? Like, they're, out, they're not a sane person. Well, I mean, there's a lot of really fucking weird people out there. I mean, I saw somebody online say that fonts, uh, using fonts on Twitter or something was considered ableist. Yeah, apparently if you use a font that's harder to read, it's ableist. So there's insane people everywhere that have horrible opinions. But, um, yeah, I'm pretty sure the guy that likes Smash Mouth the best, his second, like, he's like, yeah, they're number one, but Sugar Ray's a close second, you know? 
<laughs> but like, okay, so yeah, but the Beatles, most people, I mean, if you had to take like a worldwide poll, would probably win the worldwide poll. My guess. Um, yeah, it'd be a very so. varied poll, but uh, Beatles would probably get the, the, you know, most of the votes. Now, this is the album version. So as you can see, the guitar solo is different here. I don't know if you knew that. I don't, I mean, I like the song a lot and I've heard it so many times. I don't think I would actually. The album version has the, the best guitar solo. This version is the heaviest version. If you listen to like the Beatles one version, it's different. The sing that's the single version. If you listen to Let It Be Naked, which is a re-release of the album that's stripped down, different solo. If you listen to uh, and then there's also like the greatest hits. They released the greatest hits double album in the seventies or eighties. That one also had a different solo. They recorded multiple solos for this, but this one is by far George's best work. Are they really all that different? Oh, yeah. I can play them for you if you want. You want to hear them? <laughs> Maybe after. Okay. I don't know. For me, I don't. this song is just, it, it's got it all. It's got some heavy guitar riffs. It's got the perfect McCartney pop composition. Top to bottom, it's a great song. It's emotional. It's powerful. I don't know, it's just got everything that I think you would want out of like a strong classic rock song. And does it really do we even need to say at this point that it was number one? No. It was number one. It was number one. I think the rest of our song No. No. I think we got one that hit number two. I feel like I gotta bring it up too because we referenced this list so much. But it, it was number twenty out of five hundred on Rolling Stones top five hundred songs. A wise choice. When I was uh, looking up weird information on this song, I came across uh, this accolade that it had where it mentions that Mojo Magazine, which I've never heard of. Oh, Mojo's a great magazine. I subscribe. <laughs> says, says Mojo Magazine put it at number 50 of the top 101 Beatles songs. Really? <laughs> yeah. There's no way that they have 50 better songs than that. I'm going to pull up Mojo Magazine. <laughs> And we're going to take a look at that later when we get to <laughs> another Beatles song. I don't know. Maybe. Let's get to. All right. Now, this is the one that I was talking about. <laughs> okay. Let's just. <laughs> it's just you got the Beatles. You got Queen. You got Guns N' Roses. And then we have. Uh, what's his name again? Gary. Gary Wright. Gary Wright with Dreamweaver. You know, it's funny because I bet almost nobody knows who sings this song. But do you really think most people don't know what this is? Oh, you absolutely know what it is. Like, how many commercials has this fucking song been on? Dude, this song isn't everything. Like, this... <laughs> what, what I have written down here. This this song has been used in 19 different movies. One of which being Wayne's World, of course, which we've already talked about tonight. little slow start on it before it really gets into the groove. <laughs> You know what I like about that intro, though, is it's the the intro is the same as the outro. So when, you, well, myself anyway, when it I feel sounds like Mr. Roboto, <laughs> that's what it sounds like. <laughs> when I feel in the mood to listen to this song on repeat because it ends the same way that it starts, it just loops back into itself perfectly. So it's just this endless repeat loop. <laughs> I wonder if there's ten hours of Dreamweaver on YouTube. Probably. All right, this is. I mean, this is pure right here. This is great. What What else did this guy do? Did he Nothing. write this song? Uh, yeah, he, he did. did. Yeah, he he did not do anything else worth hearing. Have you tried? Yeah, you Just have tried. Not even worth a second of your time to. Listen how to hard did you else. try? <laughs> like how deep Just, did you go in the Gary Wright? <laughs> Just I don't know. I spent maybe like ten minutes giving a bunch of his songs like a one minute try. 
he has a song called Love is Alive that hit number two on the Hot 100. Did you hear that? I might have if it was on like his if top it hit number 10 on two, Spotify. It's got to have something to it. It not did in, follow immediately follow Dreamweaver though. <laughs> there tends to be these one-hit wonders. They tend to have one that kind of kind of still hits afterwards because they're still running off the success of the other one. This was not a number one song either. It was number two. Yeah. Uh, funny that what's try and try and guess what kept this out of the number one spot. I'll give you a hint. It's what, a it's 70, a song. 1975. Yeah, it's another song that was on our list. <laughs> 1975. Yep. It was one of my picks. Well, it's not Smash Mouth. <laughs> 1975. I think I want to say Mr. Roboto just because that's what I have stuck in my head right now, but I think that was later. I don't know what. Frankie Valley, December oh. 19. <laughs> I think that's a better song, personally. <laughs> well, I guess society thought it was one better. Whatever the U.S. cash box top 100 is, though, I hit that. Number one. It must be some sort of other defunct metric. I mean, this guy's got to be living large off this song still, though. Oh, definitely. I mean, the residual checks must be insane. Yeah, he could have retired after yeah. releasing this song. I mean, this song was also in Wayne's World. <laughs> when Cassandra's playing the bass... Uh, when they're opening for the shitty Beatles. <laughs> it's all coming together. The shitty Beatles <laughs> at the gas house, and Wayne first sees Cassandra, uh, and he kind of just zones out in Dreamweaver plays. Uh -huh. I didn't realize, though, that that was actually a, a re-recording of the song that was in that movie. Oh, really? Yeah. It's an, there's extended, a lot of it's an extended version. Yeah. There's a lot of re-recordings of a lot of these like one-hit wonders, like for those Time Life collections and shit. Like, they would just do a re-recording all the time for those for some reason. Well, the re-recordings are kind of hit and miss for me. All right, you know Come and Get Your Love by Redbone? Uh, yeah. Okay, so I paid for that when paying for MP3s was still a thing on <laughs> uh -huh. iTunes, right? Sure. And so apparently they somehow lost the rights to it or something, so then it uploaded this, like, re-recording version for me, <laughs> so now I no longer have the original version in my Apple Music. I have the re-recording of Come and Get Your Love by Redbone, and it's not nearly as good <laughs> yeah there's a lot of songs that i look for on spotify where the original song that i'm familiar with just isn't available they have some crappy re-recording oh yeah so i have to like i have a piece of paper at home where i have notes written of all the songs that i need to like look back at some point and try and find if they eventually put the right version on there it's pretty easy to trip across re-record on a lot of these songs i don't think we hit any re-records in our accidentally hopefully not we got three left let's hope we didn't hit any re-records i don't think there is re-records of these next three all right so you had the beatles into gary wright so let's let's just run it down quick we had guns and roses pretty legendary band we had queen pretty legendary band we had the beatles pretty legendary band then we had gary wright <laughs> a name you're probably learning for the first time yeah but you know dreamweaver and now we have elton john um, so Gary Wright is just like the middle of this <laughs> we sandwich. We have to take a break from the legends. <laughs> yeah, we need to get away from those assholes. I'm, I'm slowly pulling up this mojo 101 greatest Beatles song. <laughs> I, oh, I found it. Okay. We'll discuss it when we get to... <laughs> our next song. Our, uh, or, or two songs from now. Are we, you know, for like the 10 people that listen to us, does it really matter? Yes, we have another Beatles song. Does it really fucking matter? We'll talk about it in a few here. Anyways, this 
I don't know, dude. This might be my favorite song of all time. And my justification for putting it as my number two, I don't know. I don't know what it is. I, I The song I picked as my number one song. I don't know. It, it like, I think I told you this, like, my songs change all the time. Like, yeah. it, depending on my mood, like, my favorite song could be this, or it could be yeah, I've Weird dis- Al Yankovic Yoda. <laughs> I've like, discussed with you on multiple occasions your top songs, and it seems like it's different every time I talk to you I don't have a, it. it's not set in stone. It's a, it's a completely, like, um, it's a complete, it's a, it's a moving target at all times. Like, if you asked me to write down my top 25 again, it would probably look different. It just would. So if you, like, erase, erase my memory, I have no knowledge of what we've played through. I would probably uh, have a completely different top twenty-five. There would still be some mainstays, but there would some be, be some that would drop out, and some that would, you know. But this is by far the best Elton John song. Over the course of maybe like the last half of my life, my top list has probably changed slowly over time, but like it doesn't drastically change like from one year to the next. We didn't have Danger High Voltage on this list. Remember that song? <laughs> oh, the Electric Six. That's a good one. We should put that on a list for sure top 10 novelty songs yeah so we saw this guy live probably see him live again once concerts start again i don't know has he gotten his uh vaccine elton <laughs> they shot him up yet is I he gonna be one like, of those people who has multiple farewell tours well he is i mean before the coronavirus hit remember we saw him in february of 19 i think was that it february of 2019 and that it was supposed to be ago. his farewell right he was like okay that's it and then he's like, yeah, I mean, he's going to each city one last time. Um, but then his whole thing was like, okay, well, uh, I did Minneapolis, so I'm going to reschedule now. I'm going to schedule one for St. Paul. <laughs> so, yeah, he was supposed to be coming back last year, but then coronavirus hit, so it got uh, delayed. But I assume he's going to yeah. be coming back to complete that concert. Tickets for this guy's shows, though, are so expensive. They really are. Like he's when, doing I, two when I got the to go tickets to. for the last show, I was just like crossing my fingers, just praying like that my wife did not look at our bank account and oh, see God. how much I spent. <laughs> She's not going to listen to this, is she? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> I can't even remember how much they were. They weren't that bad, were they? I don't remember. Yeah, they were spendy. 100 bucks? Way more. 200? Way more. 300? <laughs> more. How much did we spend? <laughs> 400 bucks. Did I pay you back? I don't remember spending 400 bucks. Uh, you did. Uh, I actually, I th- you paid me back, but I didn't actually tell you how much they were. Why are you telling me? Now I feel bad. <laughs> Do I owe you money? <laughs> Do I, owe you money? <laughs> I think if I remember right, I think you were in kind of like a tight spot at the time. <sighs> I was dating a stripper at the time. <laughs> she was spending. Um, damn. So what I give you like two hundred? I must give you. Like I don't. I don't remember what you gave me, but that's like I mean, it was two years ago. I don't really remember anything. <laughs> oh yeah, okay. So he's very expensive to go see. Um, maybe I won't be seeing him again. I don't know. <laughs> I probably will though. I'll probably go when he comes back. I don't know. Any final thoughts about Elton John before you sign off with Elton John on this list? And just great song, ten out of ten. One of my favorites. Just your favorite it? is Goodbye Yelbrick Road though. Yes. Yeah. Fair enough. I, I, I can give it up with that. Okay, so we're down to our top two. Actually, I think Yellow Brick Road was in my top five, and I took it out <laughs> because I saw you put this on here, and I didn't want to have, like, two Elton John songs back You dropped it pretty low. I mean, I, not low. I dropped it off. Yeah, do we even play it? Uh-uh. Let's say if we did, it must have been at the start. I don't even remember. You just dropped it completely off? Yeah, I saw we had, we had our uh, Paul Simon day, and then I was like, wow. 
we have like four Paul Simon songs and I don't want us to have like a bunch of Elton John songs back to back right after that. So I just Well, how like, many Elton John songs did we have? We had that one. We, we had, had a, Mona yeah. Lisa's and Mad Hatter's. Was that on there? No, you didn't put that one on there. You put on, uh, oh my God. I See, this changes already. all the time. <laughs> I got to look at this. I'm confused. I could have swore we had check other. check like our second episode. I think maybe it was in like a maybe like the lower forties. Sad songs say so much. That's the one. Mm-hmm. That's just one of those ones where I'm in the mood for that song, and that one could easily probably just drop completely off, and I would substitute something like Crocodile Rock or God knows what else. Generally speaking, do you think you like his slower songs more than his upbeat, catchy ones? No, I think I just like Elton John. <laughs> I think he's great all around. Um. Here's a band I have conflicted emotions with, but no surprise that it's going to be coming in at number two. The Eagles Hotel yeah. California. I don't even. I wouldn't even say I have conflicting feelings on this band. I straight up do not like the Eagles. <laughs> with the, <laughs> I got a couple other songs, with the exception of this song, which is my choice. I put this on here. I I do not like any of their other songs. I just, what about what about uh, Desperado? No. What about Take It Easy? Take It Easy is like, I can listen to that song and not complain, but I would not choose to listen to that How song. How about Tequila Sunrise? Come on. No. That's a great song. I love Tequila Sunrise. I'm, I'm, I'm dead serious. I do not like this band. Fair enough. Which is weird because I do like Don Henley's solo career. I think Don Henley's got a decent solo career. And here comes Don. Hi, Don. Uh, this song reminds me of The Shining, the movie The Shining, the book The Shining. Why? I don't know, because it's just like this, like, it sounds like a spooky hotel where you go and, like, then the ghosts, like, trap you there forever. I suppose. Isn't that kind of the general guess, premise yeah. of The Shining? <laughs> I think it's The Shining. The song is The Shining in music form. <laughs> if I would have thought about it another five seconds, yeah. I guess I could have made the connection. Come on. What do you like about this one so much? Well, it's, <laughs> the intro is a huge part for me. Just, you know, the chord progression in the beginning. And uh, the outro. I mean, when we get to the outro, like just the, the the solo that plays the song out, just absolutely, I I cannot speak highly enough of that outro. Well, it is uh, number one on the Billboard Hot 100. Ooh. And uh, 49 out of 500, according to Rolling Stone magazine. Oh, really? 49 out of 500. Huh? What's number one on that list? I'm afraid to look. I'm curious. Have you heard the Hell Freezes Over version? No. Oh, it's better. They got a really sweet intro on that one. Are you familiar with the acoustic version of the song? Um, That might be the one you're thinking of. Is that the live one where it starts with like the bongos? Yeah. Yeah. But it has that really long extended intro. Yeah, with like the flamenco guitar. Yeah. Yeah, that's the Hell Freezes Over version. Oh, I didn't know it was called yeah. that. But yeah, I, I, I enjoy that one for the intro. But apart from that, I, I'll, I'll go with the uh, album version any day. I actually think I remember before I look it up. I think it's like a Rolling Stone by Bob Dylan, I think is their number one song of all time. I'm pretty sure that's what it is. Can I just scroll to the start? Good Lord. <laughs> oh, wait, here we go. Come on. Who, who gives Rolling Stone the authority to declare these things? I don't know. 
Uh, I have some pretty big disagreements with Rolling Stone magazine. Does anybody read magazines anymore? Like, are they, I feel like... <laughs> I don't think so. It's such an antiquated thing, like... I mean, magazines are pretty much websites today. Yep, Bob Dylan, like a Rolling Stone, number one. That is the only Bob Dylan song I like. I Can't Get No Satisfaction, number two. Imagine, number three. What's Going On, number four. Respect, number five. Whatever. Okay. <laughs> good vibrations. All seven. good songs. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know, the guy that lived in the basement that recently moved out, um, he gets magazine. It's a, some sort of um, conceal and carry, avid something. I don't know. Some gun shooting thing. You got to see it. It's one hilarious. Like he got one in the mail. And I kind of want to keep it and not tell him that it came, <laughs> that he has mail because it's like a, the fashion issue of conceal and carry. And it's got like some fucking like model looking woman on the front with just like a little like carrying her piece and like a little handbag. It's ridiculous, dude. It's fucking insane. How do they take themselves seriously? I don't know. <laughs> they, they fucking love to LARP, man. What can I say? <laughs> oh, here comes your uh, epic fucking guitar outro here. Ooh. You yeah. kind of just zone out and listen to this, don't you? <laughs> it's pretty good. Pretty much my dream is to be able to one day be good enough at guitar to be able to play this solo. And then I'll probably stop practicing. You like, can't play this? No. Come on, you can play I this. I mean, yeah, I, I've, I've put a lot of time into practicing this solo, and I can play it, but it sounds like shit. I just stopped trying to be good. <laughs> is this Joe Walsh? Yeah, it is. He's another good guitarist. I like his work a lot. Yeah, Joe Walsh is very good. This is my favorite part of it right here. My favorite part of it's still coming up. There it is, this right, right here. here? Yeah. yeah. Probably gonna play for like another minute as it slowly fades out. Yeah, I'm just gonna let it run. I like listening to this. <laughs> God, we have so many long songs on our list tonight. Yeah, it's about to get and the long next one, again. Yeah, and the next one coming too. Yeah, I'm gonna have to take a bathroom break before the next <laughs> one. I'm gonna have to pause this. All right, so we're gonna take a bathroom break, and then we're going to reveal the number one song of all time. Pretty predictable long song, and we've already mentioned the Beatles. So think it over. Even though it won't, you know, it'll be instantaneous for you, the listener. Think it over. All right. Number one song of all time. The big reveal. The number one song of all time, according to us two assholes. That just. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Hey Jude. There it is. We gave it away right away. Hey Jude by the Beatles. Where do you want to guess this came in on the Mojo Top 100? <laughs> top 101 for some reason, Beatles songs. 
Well, seeing as how they have their head up their asses and they have no idea what they're talking about, I'm going to guess this is towards, like, the top of the list, like, 100. Uh, number 12. Still. Probably would put it a little higher. See, this is another one where it's like, this isn't my favorite Beatles song, but I would still probably put it, like, number one. Yeah, I think it's got everything that you'd want in a song. I mean, my favorite Beatles song is probably, I mean, just... Hello, goodbye. Yes, <laughs> same <laughs> with me. I think we talked about that on yeah, our honorable but, mentions episode. Yeah, I mean, um, yeah, but I just, I don't know. It didn't feel right. But yeah, it's number one in America. Number one pretty much everywhere. This is insanely number one all over. It's very online number one. So <laughs> there's only two countries on this list that it did not hit number one here. Yeah, maybe that kind of validates our opinion. Like, we know what we're talking about because we picked number one, the, so- the same song that everyone else picks. Well, it came in number two in France. God knows what. And uh, number five in uh, Japan. So, France and Japan are idiots. <laughs> um, but everywhere else, Yugoslavia, number one. <laughs> number one in Yugoslavia. West Germany, number one. Where is East Germany? I don't think they were allowed to listen to music in East Germany. I don't think that was a thing. So, yeah. Um, this song was actually written for John Lennon's son, Julian. It was originally called Hey Jules. And he changed it to Hey Jude. Paul McCartney did. Still like a weird name to pick. Yeah. Well, his parents were going through a divorce and he wrote the song for him. But then you kind of listen to it and you're like, oh, no, it sounds like a guy that's like in love with a girl that doesn't love him back or something. And I don't know. But I love it. It's a great song. And honestly, like it just the drop of a dime change it makes halfway through. Fucking perfect. Yeah, I always think of this like two different songs back to back. It really is two different songs back to back. We've had a lot of these like reversal songs. How many songs this week had the reversal? We had, I think this is the third song with that kind of reversal there. I guess we could count Dreamweaver, too, if we want to count the intro into... Uh, no, that's, that's not quite the same. But, like, Guns N' Roses has that outro for two minutes. Uh-huh. Uh, Bohemian Rhapsody has the complete change-up in the middle of the song. And now this also has that complete change-up in the middle of the song. And if you've ever seen this live with Paul McCartney, that really puts it over the top. I mean, you know me, I like live music, probably. Certain songs get better live for me. And when you get a whole crowd doing the last, like, 20,000 people screaming that for four minutes straight, (laughs) it's pretty fucking great, dude. But, like, The Memory Remains by Metallica, like, I was always like, nah, it's fine. That's not great. (laughs) And then I heard, and then we went to see him live, and the crowd was singing along with it. There's a lot of songs like that. This is great. But, yeah, I mean, you hear people do this part, like, just a whole crowd of singing this part live. It's fucking great, dude. And even this, this part, like, from here on out, like, the next four minutes of the song... If this was the whole song, start to finish, I would still give this 10 out of 10. Oh, yeah. Even though there's no real lyrics. No, you could just release <laughs> this as a song. I, I bet you they could have released this as a song just the last three minutes, and it would have hit number one. It's that <laughs> fucking catchy and good. And there's just so much energy behind it. Also, like, you know, talk about great vocal performances. Like, McCartney at his best when he gets going here, and he just starts screaming. <laughs> <laughs> Like, that is McCartney when he was, that was in like his ahead absolute of its time, prime. too. Oh, yeah. Like, people didn't do this right here. I mean, just like the riffing on it and everything, it's perfect. He can't do it quite like this anymore. <laughs> He's a little. <laughs> he doesn't sound quite as good live as he used to sound, but it still gets the job done. 
I mean, this is like some like Little Richard style screaming, you know? Like that, that's definitely what he was going because he was like a big Little Richard guy. So he must have just been kind of like, trying, I don't know, this trying to imagine McCartney talking to his producer and being like, "Yeah, I want to try, you know, screaming like a lunatic at the end of the song." <laughs> no, just, uh, you know, producer, just hear me out. Hear me out. Wait till I try it. George Martin was ahead of his time, the Beatles <laughs> producer. So I'm sure he was like, "All right, yeah, you do it. Do whatever you want. We'll work it out." Right there. Jesus, <laughs> that's what your mic sounded like last week. Just, <laughs> <laughs> just crackling anytime you even like, slightly the song is, raised your the voice. The song is better for it, though. Oh yeah, no. I mean, it's it's the reason that you can listen to four minutes of this and it doesn't get boring, because he just keeps like riffing over it and changing it up. Like, it's the same repetitive thing and over, which is catchy as hell in itself, but just the way he screams over it, it gives it new life every single time through. It's a brilliant fucking song. And that's why it's number one. It's kind of funny. You always hear, like, producers are always trying to, like, whittle a song down so that it's a shorter song, so that it's more radio-friendly. But it's like, how many times are there when there's a super long, unedited song that reaches number one or close to it on the charts? Yeah. It's like, why do they even care how long a song is? Like, just make the song as good as it is, yeah. however long that is, and release it. No, I don't even think, like, it's so, like, frowned upon to make a single above, like, three or maybe four minutes, you know? Yeah, I mean, but, like, how long is this song, exactly? Uh, 712. This version of it that I got is 712. I don't, you know, God knows what. Yeah, so this song was number one for nine weeks straight. This, at the time, this was tied for the record for the longest number one song. I mean, I, I mean, the song that was number one for the longest. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. It, it, but that's also a different era. I don't know. I mean, I just can't think of any song that I've really liked in the last few years that really could. I don't I, know. I, if I it's mean, different really era. I mean, you sure this was 68, but like just today we were talking about November Rain, another super long one that was top of the charts almost. And that was 30 years later. 20 years 20, later. 20 years later. 25 years later about. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, 25 years later. It's insane, like, that was 25 years after Hey Jude, November Rain was. We started with November Rain, and then we ended with Hey Jude with her number one. It's 25 years. We are now more than 25 years, <laughs> 25 years away from November Rain being released. We're at 29 years on that one. Yeah, I don't know if I mentioned this before, but a while back when I realized this, it kind of hit me a little hard. So, like, from the Beatles' first record till my, till my birthday is the same amount of time from Smash Mouth's first album to my kid's birthday. Oh, God. <laughs> it's like, that's, that's what's going to be oldies to like that generation. Jesus. Smash oldies. <laughs> Can you imagine Smash Mouth? <laughs> well, I mean, that's going to do it, man. I mean, what do you think about the list as a whole? Let's give us some list music, list review music. Hold on one second. All right. Guile's theme for list review. Goes with anything. Um, I don't know. Pretty good list. There's no shitters on there, that's for sure. Anything surprise you that didn't end up on there? Like, looking back at it? When we talk about it, we're like, oh, do we have that? No, we didn't have that. There's just too many fucking songs to really condense anything into a list. I mean, just just knowing me knowing you, I'm surprised that we didn't have any prints on this list. I mean, like, Purple Rain would have been fine, or Raspberry Beret... I don't know though. I mean, if you if you like, we we took I took twenty five. You took twenty five. A lot of stuff's gonna not make the cutting room floor there. What can I say? We are should we you know we could do one. We could do like an honorable mention episode where we each bring four songs or something. 
even though we kind of did an honorable mention at the start, but we could do another one because as we've kind of worked through this, I'm like, oh, I forgot that one or I forgot this one. Yeah, I mean, there were so many contenders in my mind for this list. Like it wasn't just like a clear cut. Yeah. If we did a video game music, this would be up there. This would be top (laughs) 10 video game music song of all time. That would just be all Mega Man songs. Um, but yeah, I mean, we should probably do an honorable mention and think it through of some that we want to throw in there because I feel like I missed a lot. I did miss yeah, a we, lot. We already had an episode like that, but, I know, it, but it still didn't satisfy me. It'll give me more one. time to watch the Dragon Ball show that you want me to watch before we do a <laughs> Dragon Ball Z review show, which is what I want to do. I mean, we could do a Dragon Ball review show. And then we could move on no, to Dragon I, Ball Z. If, if that's what we're going to do... It would be the I, next I would, 10 I years much, of our life. I would much rather just skip straight ahead to Dragon Ball Z. If yeah. that's what we're going to do. So I can make fun of Nappa right away. And Yamcha will die. <laughs> <laughs> oh, how great would it be to do an episode where we get to review Yamcha just eating it from the Cybermen? That's, that's what I'm waiting for. <laughs> yes, that's what we have. That's why we do it. That's why we do what we do. It would be hilarious. And also, I need to rewatch the show because I forget like... 70% of the shit from the last few seasons. Uh, there's so many episodes. That's why I'd have to do two a week. They're 20 minutes long. We could do it. Anyways, uh, there's neither here nor there. We can talk about that after this. Um, I don't know. Any, any ones that you look at the list and you're just like, get that shit out of here. <laughs> no, I was I was actually, you know, when, when we, we split this up, I was kind of skeptical in my mind about the songs you were going to pick because most of the time we agree at least well, to, you had for, to for the most Tarzan part. boy would be showing up <laughs> we usually agree for the most part on what songs are good and what songs are bad but i was i don't know why maybe it was unjustified but i was still really worried about some of the stuff you were going to pick but it turned out there nothing was bad i like oh, you think i, I was going to put in like Budokai Zenkai power or something <laughs> like that or like uh yata <laughs> remember yata did i ever yeah. play this shit no yeah. or ultimate showdown of ultimate destiny that's something that i put in there it's ridiculous Flashman theme um, there's a whole lot of ridiculous shit. I tried to keep it somewhat normal. I mean, I put Tarzan Boy in. That's as far as I was going to go. I feel like I had to put Tarzan Boy in. Just no. like you had to put in Smash Mouth All-Star. <laughs> like, I don't think either of their songs belong on any real, like, honest-to-God top 50 songs list. But I feel like we had to put them in there for good measure. Yeah, we made the choices other people aren't brave enough to make. We also had Weird Al Yoda. <laughs> but I gave that, like, a dual trophy with Lola. That wasn't that was our honorable mentions episode though, wasn't it? With Lola and Yoda, or, or was it I'm on my list? Track I, don't know. Time. I don't remember. <laughs> I don't remember anything. Anymore. I just know that we had Yoda slash Lola. Yoda is the superior. Yeah, I, I do remember talking about it. Yeah, I just can't remember when that was. Yeah, generally it was a serious list. It wasn't done with you know any jest. We picked honest songs that most people I think would probably agree with. There's probably. Maybe like five or six songs on there that I would bet people were hearing for the first time if they were listening to our show. Possibly. Definitely not Dreamweaver. Um, yeah, we didn't have much rap or anything. <laughs> Do we have any rap? <laughs> I almost not... had Rosa Parks in there by Outkast. No, we, we didn't Outcast have Outkast would be like any. the only group that I think I could justify throwing rap songs in there. I almost did, but then I removed no, them. If, if, I, if I was... Like if we had to pick a rap song to throw in there just because we didn't have one, I would probably put... Uh, Express Yourself by NWA. Okay. I would say maybe let's do an honorable mention episode before we do the Dragon Ball. And I will find... I'm going to put a rap song in there. I'll cast Rosa Parks. That's going to be. That's, just, that's what it's going to be. 
That's all. <laughs> That's it. I don't know, but um, I don't know. Well, I mean, there weren't any country songs in there either, oh, but, I, but I don't feel obligated to put any country songs in our honorable mentions First either. of all, there hasn't been a real country song in like 40 years. <laughs> Second of all, it all fucking sucks. So I guess we, I, could, I could probably justify maybe some Willie Nelson or Johnny Cash. If we, made, if we had like an episode where it's we not just my covered, thing. if we covered like the top 10 greatest country songs of all time, all it would be is every good country song I can think of. <laughs> yeah. I think I have like a top 10 list of country songs that I will actually like not immediately turn off. <laughs> it would be the 10 country songs that won't make me throw myself off a bridge. That's what the list would be. Yeah, I don't even know what it is, but like generally speaking, just that style of music is like nails on a chalkboard to me. Yeah. It actively, even as it gets closer and closer to pop, it still just is insufferable. Yeah, it just actively annoys me hearing it. It's it's bad music, and if you like it, you should rethink your life. <laughs> Luckily, no one's listening to us. So <laughs> it's like you know how you can tell it's weird. It's like back in the day when like stores had CDs. If you went to Best Buy into like their CD section, all their CDs are separated into two categories: country and everything else. <laughs> there wasn't a specific. I thought there was a specific rap section too. No, rap was usually just mixed in. It was like the R and B and pop were mixed together, and that was like your everything. I don't know. I, it's not like I can challenge this because I don't think they sell CDs anymore. <laughs> I <don't> <laughs> but I could have swore there was a separate section for that. Now, I know Walmart, when we worked there, they had a country section and then they had everything else. Yeah, that's how you know there's something weird about country. <laughs> it's just a, it's for a different breed of people. And if you're one of those people, God bless you. But we're not going to be talking <laughs> about Tim McGraw at any length of time. So... Um, yeah, I mean, we'll be back in a couple weeks with the honorable mention episode and we are going to get, uh, probably going to start the Dragon Ball Z cast because that's what, that's what I'm, I'm thinking that's what it's going to be. I, I think that yeah, would be Do you think fun. we're going to have a similar audience? No, <laughs> no, but it'd be easier to promote that too. I could yeah. just make a meme account and just make nothing but Dragon Ball Z memes all so, day. And... So you think Dragon Ball Z is like an untapped market as far as no, podcast goes? No, it's not. But I can tell you doing a Star Wars podcast, which is definitely not an untapped market, people are starting to listen to it. People will listen to nerd culture shit. And we we need to tap into the Dragon Ball Z market. And I will talk about how Piccolo will beat everybody. And I will come up with excuses for him. That's what we're doing. <laughs> it's Dragon Ball Z. Yeah, that's the kind of thing where I won't even advertise it to anybody I know because oh, I, on. I will only want strangers to hear it. <laughs> oh. What about what about the Gwindons? They'll listen. Yeah, yeah they're fine because I know they're cut from the same cloth. Well, yeah, it's dude. Those are our people. People like that are our people. We come from that cloth. All right. Well, uh, we will see you for the honorable mention episode. But until then, I uh, hope you enjoyed the list. Uh, hey, Jude is the greatest song of all time. This list is infallible. Um, God told me. So anything else, Nick? Can't top that. All right. We'll see you later.